listener production. Snuggle up with 20 minutes of the fur balls coughed up by two of the cutest little kittens wrestling their way across the on-demand ecosphere. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, it was a few years ago now that I was sitting across a desk from you and I made the chilling and this decision that has haunted me for many, many years. And that is... Turning off the Venga Boys song, the Venga Bus, brackets, we like to party halfway through, <laughs> uh, which led the nation to send the radio station we we're working on at the time multiple angry texts, one of which was a single compound word that said rat dog. And unfortunately, with your thanks to, you know, no thanks to you for stopping this, certainly helped get that nickname to catch on for me for the many well, years. Well, I'm sorry, mate, but when someone drops a gold nugget in front of your buddy on your lap, you uh, got to take it to the jeweller. You've got to catch it in, brother. Did you, just, did you just say that right then? Yes. I mean, I've never heard it, but All maybe right. it's an expression. Got, Who knows? We've got to start that. But <laughs> anyway. um, it's, it's just I'm getting flashbacks of it because... I've got a story today that is, involves both buses and dogs. And so oh. that's why that, that rat dog Venga bus is on the mind. Okay, well, should we dive right in, hey? Yeah, I reckon we better get into it. Hope you're going well. Thanks so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. I'm Alex, that's Matt. Uh, let's get going. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, you love the bus. Mad for a bus. I do. Did I, I told you I was the only person on the bus in Brizzy the other day. No? Yeah, I, mean, I was, was going to go play some late night poker. Well, it wasn't late night. It was just a pub game of poker. Really? And, um, like a serious comp? No, nah, it's just like a little tournament. You pay like 25 bucks or something mm-hmm. and you get kicked out real early and look like a goose. <laughs> Trudge home. Even if there's other people on the bus on the way home, you <laughs> feel alone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I was the only one that was catch caught the whole bus basically until we got into the city. And I was like, mm. "Thank God I caught this bus because it, if you got to you got to practice what you preach, mm-hmm. right?" And I want more better public transport in Brisbane, and it's not going to happen with empty buses. Absolutely. So I hope you tapped on and riding it because then the people who Mate, are about to put a line through, even that putting that bus bus on, exactly. Like, I wanted Whoa. to buy a few. I got to <laughs> buy a few go cards. Start scanning <laughs> all of them. See, damn, this bus had 20 people on it. Meanwhile, yeah. it's just me. Yeah. But about, it's cool that is because you can sort of imagine like it's your own stretch limo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Mercedes were making some of them for a while. Um, pretty luxury. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so no, I do love a bus. Why? I mean, gosh, I was just well, in Japan. I was just in Japan. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Not talking about that right now. We're back closer to home. Because whilst you love a bus, you don't love a dog. No, that's true. In the uh, in the human sense, do not love a dog, but also I don't love the actual animal dogs. So, what do you think about um, the Lord Mayor of Sydney's proposal uh, renewing calls to allow animals, pets, on public transport? You know, I haven't, I haven't made a decision. I just wanted to pose it to you, given your sort of differing views on uh, buses and pooches. Absolutely hate it. Oh. I honestly, I can't tell you enough how terrible this idea is. Now, please don't get me wrong. Mm. I have no issue whatsoever at all with support animals. Mm -hmm. All right. Absolutely none. I do not care whatsoever at all about that. 
you absolutely should be able to take them wherever you need to, anywhere, absolutely anywhere. But your little purse pooch, hey, <laughs> your little backpack barker, no, leave it off. Leave it off the bus. Well, look, have, have a listen to the council like area in Sydney, home to 32,000 dogs. 26,000 cats, according to the pet registration data. And the mayor's noting that taking a pet on public, public transport is normal part of life in places like San Francisco, Berlin, Paris, London, and um, people in the inner city. You don't have cars. They reckon even more disadvantage. Why couldn't you just get a little carry, carry bag and uh, away you go? It's completely unhygienic. I'm going to be sneezing. I get hay fever from animals like that. Right. Yeah, right? if you're allergic do we want to more cats. Do we want more globules? Mm. No. Do we want tiny poops on the bus? No, we don't. Well, that's the thing. It's because I read the whole whole article and I'm like, who is responsible for the for the cleaning of the accidents? Exactly, and there will be accidents, and you can't you can't just bend over with a little plastic bag and pick up a pee, a wee. <laughs> and also, wait, Daiso, I literally would just got a lift from you about two days ago, mm-hmm. and you borrowed someone's car who takes their dog regularly and it stank. Buses are already doing it tough when it comes to the smell department. Are you, you're wanting to add dogs in the mix? You're saying that you're one of your biggest sort of hurdles to getting this over the line is that pong, 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 pong. <laughs> yes. Well, look, other states. Wait, have... okay. Other, other question. Are they going to pay? Are the dogs going to pay? <laughs> because I, I, I'm guessing they're going to take up a seat. Yeah, I don't know. If... Or are they going to are they going to sit on your lap and lick you next to me? Well, dogs are good at sitting. But look, other states' rules. This is what's happening around Australia. Victoria allows small animals on trains, trams, or buses across its metropolitan and regional carrier networks, and larger dogs on trains wearing a lead and a muzzle. Similar rules exist in Adelaide and Canberra's light rails in a, a same same sort of boat there. Trains, I feel, are different, but buses are too confined. Perth is just struggling to get humans to use their public transport, so <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with pets later. No, i got to tell you, Alex Tyson, this whole idea makes me bucking mad. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, Matt, you may not be able to relate to this story, but I was walking along a footpath the other day, um, <laughs> just heading somewhere. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but your ankles feel great. Yeah, it'd be, it's pretty nice, man. Very smooth. No rolling. And shoes clean. Oh, my God. Um, so jealous. But I was doing one of my favorite things to do when I'm walking along, and that is minding my damn business. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just headphones in, going for a walk, right? Well, it's a big city thing to mind your own business, Alex Tyson. You can't really do that. In the, in the burbs where I'm from these days, you walk past someone, you've got to say hello. Oh, really? Oh, it's just a thing now, you know? Little nod of the head, g'day. I've forgotten what it's like. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Is that, is that place sold next door recently? <laughs> the gossip starts. <laughs> oh, the gossip. <laughs> Goodness me. Well, you're right. It was, this was literally in the, in the middle of a yeah. city, walking along, and this guy's coming the other way, trying to get my attention, just like waving his hand a little bit. And so I've got my headphone, I'm like, what's going on? He opens it, mate, mate, you dropped... He's pointing the ground. Mate, you drop. I'm like, what's happening? He goes, mate, you drop your dick. <laughs> I don't know this man. 
<laughs> and I'm like looking at the ground. <laughs> You've dropped your dick. <laughs> I'm like that. And he walks past, doesn't say anything else. I'm like, oh, bro, got me good. I got got. Did did he like go, ah, and then like. Well, not really that much. <laughs> not as much as he could. He should have. He should have gone, ah, no, nah, just joking, mate. I was like, he's just like, I'm like, well, good one. What could, what, what could I say to that? <laughs> Do you think that he recognised you? No. Completely just... different generation to me. <laughs> he didn't say, oh, you I got lit- your Daiso. <laughs> you just looked like what? an absolute sucker. <laughs> this guy saw you coming from a mile away. I wonder. <laughs> like... Is he just, I wonder if this was a one, I wonder if this was a crime of passion or this guy's a serial <laughs> offender, you know, going no, around the he's birth, picking, picking his off, marks. Picking off victims. Or if I just <laughs> scream like, this guy is in for it. I'm just in such a mood today that I want to do a random drive-by dick drop to this dude. Because I've, I've certainly got that you drop your pocket. And so then, like, and I've done the look down as well. But that's, that's, that's often from a passing car. So it's combined by the... It's also the unclarity, the inclarity or whatever of, of what they've said. You know, it's like, hey, mate, drop your pocket. And you're like, what? And then you look down in case they said something and then you realize and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Ha ha. But the other thing is, is like sometimes two people together, they're bored. They're like, I dare you to say this to someone. I dare you to say this. This guy was just, he was by himself. He wasn't doing it to laugh with someone. About, I, he's what, just... what, how was he dressed? Normal. But so like, but like, was he, he wasn't in a suit or anything? No, I don't think he was, don't think he was heading to court that, that day. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I just meant he might've been like <laughs> a business. Cause that would be quite wild if he was like a businessman. Obviously if yeah. he's just in sort of casual wear, no, I'd casual say he's just wear. bored. Yeah. Was he a teenager? Older? No, he was older than me. Probably, you know, probably 51. <laughs> so, okay. Here's the question. Not only is this a targeted attack, okay, it, mm-hmm. you know, do we have to question, was this, are you a one-off? Yep. But has this guy been doing this for years? Maybe. Like, I feel that we should do like a true crime podcast to see if there are <laughs> other vi- victims, you know? <laughs> Whether anyone's seen this guy, had been been got by this guy. If someone in the city of Melbourne, oh, well, let's not restrict it there, anywhere, Randomly, about a 51-year-old Caucasian male said, Oi, mate, you dropped your dick to you. Get in touch with the show. Matt.and.alex. I, I hope I'm the only victim. You know, I hope I am. But if there are more, maybe we could start a class action uh, against this dude because, oh. I mean, it's just absolutely uncalled for. And, you know, maybe he saw that I had a little bit of leftover panic from the time a guy leaned out a car window and said to me, Oi, mate, nice jacket not, and then drove off. <laughs> I'm still dealing with that. Do you know what would have been so great is if when you got home that day, you had a nice big drink of water and then thought, I need to go to the bathroom, then went to do a wee and your dick was gone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a back I was annoyed and this guy's just a good Samaritan yeah, trying to like, give me a no full face. heads up. <laughs> I pity the fool.
And now it's time for... Mind blown. Blown away. Yes, that's right. This is the segment where I attempt to blow your mind with a fact that I have learned over the past week. Um, And that fact could come from anywhere and it could be inspired by anything. For instance, Alex Dyson... A lot of people have to get insurance for their work. I remember my dad is a dentist, always having to, uh, you know, get the premiums, get the, get the insurance up, make sure that oh. anything he did by accident, obviously, was mm-hmm. covered, that people were covered, that he was covered. I, as an actor, as a performer, as a stand-up comedian on stage, Daiso, you would know if a comedian trips over on stage, falls onto someone, it yep. can be a devastating accident. Well, I, had to, I was signing an agreement because I was doing some work you know, just hosting a gig recently and they had to update it because I'm insured for $10 million of public liability and their usual policy is you need to be insured for $20 million. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus. So I'm not sure if I, if old Dyson would cause 10 mil of damage, but can't rule it out. <laughs> no, I would not Possible. rule it out at all. <laughs> um, but it got me thinking and it re- relates to an article I saw that was with regards to the history of Australia's insurance disasters. Now, obviously, whenever there is a natural disaster of some sort, you know, you look at the terrible flooding that happened in Northern Rivers, you look at the bushfires, suddenly... it could be a tough summer for them, given that El Nino is back, as meteorologists have said this week. Man, I'm sorry, has El Nino been around forever? Mm -hmm. Is El Nino around every single week? Like, I just, I feel like El El Nino used to be when I was a kid... This rare occurrence. And now I feel like there's not, a, there's not a week where El Nino isn't around. Well, it's not. It's La Nina and you mentioned the floods and that was particularly wet and rainy, you know, season with La Nina and now El oh, Nino's are hotter. El Nino La Nina's and La wetter. Nina. Oh. We've got to, uh, we got to do something to try and shave the worst off a few of these uh, visitors. But, okay, so if you look at the world natural disasters by insurance losses from 1900 Mm. to 2022, you're looking at things like Hurricane Katrina, Mm -hmm. okay? The 2011 Tohoku earthquake slash tsunami, Mm. okay? Hurricane Ian, even a recent one. In the Australian ranks. Looking at biggest insurance natural disaster payouts. Insurance catastrophes, okay, Mm. basically, as reported by abc.net.au. So, you know, when something terrible happens... What costs all the insurance companies the most money? Can they afford it? Are they going to crumble? All that sort of stuff. A lot of people, a lot of, you know, a lot of equity is tied up in these companies. Cyclone Tracy comes in at number two, $7.4 billion. Okay. Still from 1974. In Darwin. Yeah. Okay. Well, its original value was 200 million, Mm -hmm. but now they're saying the the current value would be the equivalent of 7.4. There's things like the the Newcastle earthquake from 1989. Um, the Cyclone Dina in, uh, in Queensland from the 60s, Cyclone Wanda, Queensland from the 1970s. But do you know that the biggest insurance catastrophe in Australia was an Eastern Sydney hailstorm in 1999? Really? Yep. So hail the size of golf balls or something. Yep. Smashing some floodlights. Even more than... Hang on. Yes, yes. Cyclone Tracy, which flattened Darwin at the time. Yeah. Awful, awful catastrophe. Yeah. You're saying a couple of hailstones in the bougie suburbs of Sydney. Yes, exactly. Losing roofs, getting water ingress, a whole house is wrecked if there's water all in it, right? Hail damages everything. Expensive cars. 
the article oh, yeah. saying all those flash automobiles are on the streets, all the fancy mansions. And so that little pocket caused what would be the equivalent of $8 billion in damage today. Well, that is one of the reasons that people look into the future and the way that these climate things are getting worse and they're like, oh, it's too expensive to transition to X, Y, Z. I'm like, no, bloody fork out now. <laughs> you know what's Otherwise, expensive? Replacing the Maserati. That's <laughs> expensive. It. A couple of the dings, <laughs> the bigger the ding. <laughs> the bigger the dollar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so anyway, goodness me. Well, Matt, thank you very much for your mind blown. And uh, thank you very much. Oh, sure, I'll give you one of these. Here you go, mate. Mind blown. Oh. Ah, oh, thank you very much, Alex Dyson. Yeah. Uh, Matt O'Kynes, mind-blowing fact that things cost more in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we also enjoy your mind-blowing facts at matt.alex on Instagram. Uh, the, the fact that ice does terrible damage in the eastern parts of Sydney. <laughs> Who would have thought? When regional Australia's been copping it for so long. <laughs> All right. Uh, we get like it. You'll send it as part of a voice memo because uh, we love getting your voice on the show as well. This week's mind-blowing fact comes from Kate. So my mind-blowing fact is about James Bond and his signature drink, which is a martini shaken, not stirred. Apparently he orders this drink because when you stir a martini, all of the ingredients, like the alcohol, the water and the ice, they all mix evenly. But James Bond orders a shaken martini because when you shake it, the water sits on top of the alcohol. So it appears like he's getting drunk on martinis, but actually he's just drinking water and staying sober so that he can spy. Mind alone. No. What? So, but he, so he goes and gets a whiskey and sits in the shower and does all this stuff. I thought it was... Seriously. No, no, look, I mean, on Wikipedia, it says here, Andrew Lysett, an Ian Fleming biographer, believed that Fleming, so this is a biographer of Ian Fleming, the, the writer. The author of the novels, James Bond novels. He, the, he believed that the novelist liked his martinis shaken, not stirred, because Fleming thought that the stirring a drink diminished its flavor. But then that's him talking about Fleming, so, ugh. Damn. That was a good, good little trick. It is, isn't it? The old, it's like the old Coyote Ugly. Spit the shot back into the uh, chaser bottle. Oh. Hey. How about that? We're learning, learning all the tricks here on uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeah, drinking all night. <laughs> well, thank you. Hopefully you don't spit us back into your chaser bottle. Uh, we are Matt and uh, Alex, and this is All Day Breakfast. <laughs> we will be joining you tomorrow for another cheeky audio cocktail. That's, that's, <laughs> that's correct. Too much? Did I do too much? Tried to loop it all back too much? Not at all, mate. Not at all. We'll catch you tomorrow for another big app. It's a Friday tomorrow. Let's do it. TGIF. M-A-A-A-D-B. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.